Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host and capacity coach, Nicole Roan. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in this week. I really, really appreciate you. If this is your very first time listening, then welcome. Seriously, welcome to the community of like-hearted and like-minded sister friends. This is a space where we talk openly and honestly about all of the different things that we are juggling and managing as moms, wives, employees, business owners, friends, being the one in many of our friend and family circles. So here you can take off that cape, take off the mask, let your hair down, and let's talk about how we can really position ourselves to flow effortlessly so that we can flourish tremendously. Now, again, if this is your first time here, then you will want to go back to the first five or six episodes where I talk all about what this podcast is rooted in. I go into detail about the five different areas of flow that I believe help you to really increase your capacity and create balance between your personal and your professional life. So those five areas of flow are heart flow, health flow, workflow, cash flow, and last but not least, faith flow. So go ahead, pause this episode, go check out those first couple of episodes that give you the details on what that's all about. Then you subscribe and then come on back and listen to today's episode. So I know that I said this week we were going to be talking to my sister about the beauty supply industry and her really launching that business and what it takes to be able to do something like that. And some of the roadblocks and mindsets and things that come up as we, as women, really go through as we're starting to build wealth and create opportunities for ourselves. However, it was on my heart to talk to you guys about the difference between functioning and flourishing today. And so you will get a chance still to hear from my sister and a bunch of other phenomenal women throughout the month of March. But for today, we're going to be talking about flourishing versus functioning. Before I jump in and give you all the details on that, I do want to let you know that today's episode is being brought to you by my free 30-minute discovery call. If you are on the fence and trying to figure out where your capacity is, what's blocking your flow, you have some things that's going on both personally and or professionally, and you're feeling kind of stuck, then hop on a call with me. You can go directly to my website. You can DM me on Facebook, Instagram, send me an email, and let's talk about it. Let's talk about how to get you where it is that you're trying to go and really be able to increase your capacity for sustainable success. Now, let's talk about this functioning, okay? This really came up for me, I want to say in 2018, 2019, after listening to one of Patrice's episodes on the Redefining Wealth podcast, I believe it may have been Rachel Luna who was talking about functioning versus being fulfilled. And I didn't realize until after that episode that I was a high functioner. And you might be saying to yourself, well, Nicole, what is someone who is a high functioner? 
I tried to Google, I'm not even going to say I tried, I did Google functioning, right? And so many different things came up when I put in high functioning. There were things around autism, alcoholism, but not one specific definition thinking about people who are just high functioning. And what that means is that you get stuff done, right? Regardless of what's going on, the world could be on fire, but you are literally functioning. You're getting the work done, you're cleaning the house, you're making dinner, you're showing up to work, you are doing that work, right? You're functioning. But once you stop doing that work, once you go home at night to lay down, you can't sleep because you are sad, you're resentful, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're stressed out because you're simply just functioning. And you're not really able to articulate it because you're feeling like, you know what? I'm getting stuff done. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm showing up each and every day. I'm knocking things off of my to-do list, right? So you're working and you're functioning. And so I want to give you two different definitions so that you have a better perspective. And then I'll share with you a little bit about how I got through going from functioning to flourishing. And then I'll give you some tips on how you can do the same thing. So one of the definitions that I found that I'm really drawn to is one from vocabulary.com. It says that something or someone that is functioning is working, doing what they're supposed to do, like a refrigerator, right? A functioning refrigerator keeps your food cold. Or how a TV, if it's functioning, It usually shows a picture. It might be clear, it might be fuzzy, but it's showing a picture, right? And so when you think about functioning in your own life specifically, whether it's in your personal or your professional life, it's you showing up to do the job. As an employee, that means you get to work on time, you have the meetings you're supposed to have, you check things off of your to-do list, you're getting the work done. So you're physically there, right? And it's the same in any other role. So let's take being a mom, for example. You do the laundry, you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're helping with homework. You're doing all these things that you're told you're supposed to do. The things that make you a good employee, the things that make you a good mom, the things that make you a good person. But what's missing is the fulfillment behind it, the energy, the desire to do those things. And so when you're functioning, you're literally just doing it just because. It's just because. There is no more, no less. And I know this because I used to show up to work functioning. I used to show up as a mom functioning. I used to show up as a friend functioning, right? I went to the birthday party because I was supposed to go. That's what good friends do. But when you do things like that, You literally live on autopilot. And so how many of you recognize that, right? Whether it is in your marriage, in a friendship, at work, you're literally just doing things for the sake of doing them. And if you think about how you feel when you're doing those things, you almost feel empty. It's like something is missing or there's got to be more to this than just this. And I know you know that because you feel it. You feel it in your heart. You feel it in your throat. 
you feel it in your gut. And so I want to talk a little bit about why we stay in a state of function versus getting into flourishing. And then I'll talk a little bit about what flourishing actually is. So to me, functioning is really equivalent to being on autopilot. And I want to share with you a really interesting definition that I found of autopilot because I think it sums up more of what I think and feel about what functioning really is. According to psychologists, autopilot really is making unconscious automatic decisions that don't align with how you want to work and live. And it creates this feeling of you really not being in control. It's just your brain doing whatever it wants to do because it's a habit. So from what you eat to who you hang out with to what you wear, you're making all of these decisions on a daily basis automatically. And it's interesting because there was a survey that was conducted by, I believe it was Forbes, and they reached out to about 3,000 people and 96% of them, that's like an A plus, right? (laughs) 96% of the people admitted to living on autopilot. So are you in that 96%? Remember, in this episode, what I'm saying is that just merely functioning to me is the same as being on autopilot. And so if you are in that 96%, it's okay because clearly you're not alone. But I want to share with you why there are two main reasons that many of us stay in this functioning and or autopilot sort of situation. The first one really is because you don't even realize that you are just functioning. Like you are so used to just going with the flow, getting stuff done. You're just doing it. So you don't even realize that you're not really feeling anything that you're just doing. You're going to work or you're going to school or you're raising the kids and you're doing all these things because you feel like that's what you're supposed to do or somewhere along the lines, you were told that this is what you're supposed to do. So you just do it. You don't ask any questions and not that any of those things are a bad thing, but when you do them in an unintentional thoughtless, automatic way, it leads to unfulfillment, burnout, not being able to flourish, all of those different things that come up, right? And it also includes feeling like we've lost ourselves because you get so rooted in the day in, day out autopilot of functioning that you don't even know what it feels like to feel anything. And so let's talk about The number two reason, right, why people stay just functioning. And honestly, it's because it's easier. Like autopilot, think about that, autopilot. You don't even have to do nothing. It just gets done. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about it. You just making it happen. And while it's easier to do that mentally, emotionally, it's draining, Physically, it'll make you sick. It's not good for you, but it's easier. It's just like when you're wanting to put in some sort of change in your life, right? For example, 
you want to save money to buy a house, right? In order for you to do that, you have to stop spending. You have to assess what's going on. You have to look at what's coming in, look at what's going out and make some adjustments. And that can be hard, right? You got to face the music. I said in a live, you know, you can't fix what you don't face. And sometimes it's much more easier being in that state of being complacent than it is to actually grow. And I know that's a whole other conversation, another topic, but it's tied into us really being on autopilot and staying in a state of functioning versus flourishing. I've spent so much time on the functioning and autopilot because I want to make sure you understand what it is so that you can call a thing a thing. And so I want to switch over and talk a little bit about what flourishing means. And y'all know that's the name of my company. I am the CEO of Flourishing, and I named it that for a reason. So I found all kind of bomb definitions around flourishing. And I'm going to share with you a couple specifically from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Here it says to flourish or flourishing means to grow luxuriantly, to thrive, to achieve success, to prosper, to be in a state of activity or production, to reach a height of development or influence. Is that not very, very different from just functioning? Absolutely. And so I say all that to say it really means you are growing You are moving in the direction of where you want to go. You have goals. You have things that you want to achieve. And you're taking the time to think about those things. You're taking the time to be intentional about how you spend your time, who you spend your time with, what you spend your time on, who you surround yourself with. They're intentional, calculated decisions. You're thinking about your decisions before you're making them. And that's what really allows you to flourish. And the whole reason that I created not only this company, but this podcast, and I've named it Flow and Flourish, is because I believe that each and every one of us are designed to do just that. Living life on autopilot or merely just functioning ain't it. And if you feel that is for you, then maybe you're listening to the wrong podcast. Sorry, not sorry. Because here we're all about really living our best life, becoming the best versions of ourselves, having the capacity to flourish. And I want to share with you a couple of ways that you can do that. So how do you go from being on autopilot and literally just functioning to a state of thriving, being, growing, achieving? The first step is to number one, be aware. You will hear me say over and over and over that to be aware is to be alive. And my stepdad used to say, it's so many of y'all running around here sleep woke (laughs) or sleepwalking with your eyes open. And at first I didn't know what that meant until, of course, I got older. And as he said, got a little bit of experience under my belt. But it's literally to keep doing the same things over and over and over out of routine and habit and creating a habit of being on autopilot. So you're basically sleepwalking 
So being aware, right? It's paying attention to whether you're thinking or not thinking. I know I spoke at a Divorce and Me conference almost two years ago, and the name of my speech was When Did the Light Go Out? And I bring that up because I talked about what being on autopilot did for me. And it didn't serve me any purpose. Not only did I almost ruin my car and somebody else's car in an accident because I was driving on autopilot, but I'd let parts of my personal life go on autopilot, which I believe is what led me to being in ICU as I talk about so frequently. So you have to be aware. You have to be able to pay attention to what's going on, even if it's recognizing that you're on autopilot and just merely functioning because God did not put us here just to survive. And if you are only functioning and on autopilot, you're just surviving. Let's be clear. The next step is for you to really accept that it is what it is. Accept that you are in a place of being in autopilot, that maybe there are some circumstances that led you to be here. As I mentioned earlier, sometimes it's just easier to be on autopilot. It's easier just to function. It's safe, right? It's that being comfortable, being uncomfortable, right? Because if you don't desire more, if you don't want more, if you don't seek more, you don't have to change. And so I get it. It can be comfortable. But once you accept that, realize you have the power to change too. So after you have become aware that you're on autopilot, right? You've accepted that that's where you are. You have a choice. You can either take action or do nothing. And if you're listening to this, chances are you want to take some action. You recognize it. You don't want to be on autopilot. You are uncomfortable being uncomfortable. So you have a choice. You take some actions. And that really involves figuring out what you need, getting reacquainted with yourself, spending some time learning what makes you happy, Spending some time assessing the people, places, and things in your life. It means thinking, being intentional, creating the room, aka the capacity to design a life where you don't have to be on autopilot, where you don't have to just function. And I guess I should have said, even before you take some actions, you have to really give yourself permission to do just that. Know that it's okay for you to decide you don't want to be on autopilot, that you do want more. Because truth be told, many of us stay in our comfort zones and function simply because we don't want to admit that we want more out of life. We feel like I should be happy because I have the house. I have the husband. I have the six figures. I should just be grateful. Sis, there is no shame in desiring more and being grateful at the same time. Like who told us that you couldn't do both? Because I know for me, I used to feel like that. Like how dare I want to make more than six figures? Or how dare I want to have a life outside of being a mom? How dare I, right? These were the thoughts and things that kept me on autopilot. And I don't want that for you. And I don't believe that you want that for you either. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Okay? So the three things 
or the three ways for you to really get out of being the three ways for you to really get out of functioning and into flourishing is to be aware of what's going on, how you're feeling, what you're thinking, how you're thinking, to accept that it is what it is in that moment, and then to take action. And that action includes assessment, assessing everything and everybody, including yourself. I am telling you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. After realizing I was on autopilot, these are the exact steps that I used to get me out of that and into a place where I'm happy about waking up each and every day. And I don't feel guilty about wanting more. I don't feel resentful about the other people around me who are living these happy and fulfilled lives. It's a process and it's not an overnight process. It takes time. I said that was what, two years ago? It was more like three years ago, right before I had my ICU moment. That's when I realized I was on autopilot and it took me time to get out of that. But being aware is key. It's the very first key. I'll say it again. You can't fix what you don't face. And being in denial about where you are is not going to help you. It is 2021. You are not getting any younger. You get one lap around this track called life. Do you want to spend it being on autopilot? Just making it, just surviving, just functioning. Because again, just because you're showing up and doing the work doesn't mean that you feel good about the work that you're doing. And I would absolutely love to help you go from functioning to flourishing. I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that I have my free discovery call. And I'm telling you that for a reason, because I know what it's like to go through that by yourself. There was nobody that I could talk to that really understood what it's like when you realize you are on autopilot. My therapist didn't get it. My mama didn't get it. My sister didn't get it. And so I kept it to myself until I literally just about burst at the seams in the hospital. And so don't be afraid to get help, whether it's me or somebody else. You're not listening to this on accident. I absolutely am a firm believer of things happening in divine timing. And so if you're hearing this and you know that you have just been functioning and you feel like something is missing, just send me a message. Let's talk about it. And on that note, I want to, again, thank you for tuning in and showing up for yourself because really this isn't about me. Me doing this podcast is not about me. This is purpose work at its finest and me really being able to use my own experience, my own situations, my training, all of those different things to help other people get out of the things that they're in sooner, quicker, faster. And so I do this for you guys. So if there are things that you want to hear, that you want me to touch on, I keep telling you, don't be shy. Send me a message. I am so personable. (laughs) Like, I'm a sweetheart. I'm touchable, okay? Send me a message. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. 
You got my website, NicoleRone.com. I do my lives just about every Friday on Facebook Live and have been venturing out on IG. So y'all see me do a little razzle-dazzle there a little bit more. But seriously, don't do this by yourself. Even if I'm not the person to help you, I know a network of some amazing women. And I'm happy to share the wealth of information and share resources because I feel like when one of us makes it, we all make it. And I'm in this for all of us. So speaking of phenomenal women, for the entire month of March, in honor of Women's History Month, I am going to be talking to women who I believe are actually making history. So I have quite a few ladies lined up. I know that you're going to love this series. If you have recommendations to y'all, let me know. Drop me a DM, send me an email, because while I do have people lined up, I'm flexible. I know how to go with the flow, literally. So until next week, make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Make sure that you are paying attention to how you're feeling and what you're thinking. And if this episode helped you, if something struck a chord with you, I'm sure you probably know somebody else who needs to hear it too. So don't be shy. Share the wealth. Share me with your sister friends, okay? Share with at least three people that you know need to hear it. And then tag me in social media and let me know what your favorite aha moment was from this episode. And until next week, I am so thankful to be in a position to be your capacity coach and to help you increase your capacity by creating balance between your personal and professional life without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters most to you. I will talk to you next week.